Welcome back to the McKnight's Market Leaders Podcast. I'm Jim Berkland, Executive Editor of McKnight's Long-Term Care News, and we're really glad you're here today because there are a lot of caregiving issues out there, and I can't think of too many more important than this. We're here on the Exhibition Hall floor at the annual convention of HCANCAL in Nashville. And I'm excited to say we're here with Tony Forsberg. He's a certified wound care nurse and the National Clinical Director, Health and Medical Solutions for ESSIDY. Tony, I want to say this might be a, a, an issue that sometimes gets overlooked. Would you agree? Jim, I would. This is something that is, it's been important all throughout and it's something that's gained more recognition as we've seen COVID cases come through. But this is important for any caregiver. Okay. And as you say, you can have policies, you can have certain education in place, but you have to execute. Absolutely, Jim. Let's jump in. What, what are we talking about here? So we're, we're talking about Marcy. That's the medical adhesive-related skin injuries. And even though these types of injuries are widely seen in all care settings, awareness and, and even how to prevent these kinds of inju- injuries is really pretty low. And Marcy in fact, is infrequently reported. So really the true incidence is unknown. So education, Jim, becomes really important for the prevention so that we can make it more widely available and prevent these kinds of problems for our patients as we're caring for them. I'd like to say, though, that SD partners with ISTAP. ISTAP is the International Skin Tear Advisory Panel, and we're working together to bring greater awareness to the healthcare communities that we serve. So I'd encourage anyone that's listening to this, go to the ISTAP website, that's www.skintears.org, and look for the information there, and you'll find within their resources a best practice recommendations, and I really strongly encourage you to look at that. Now, that's a good use of a URL, skintears.org. It tells it what we're really talking about. It really makes sense, doesn't it? But let's do back up and make sure we have a good foundation for the listeners, Tony. What is a medical adhesive-related skin injury? Yeah, it's kind of a mouthful to say, right? So we'll just say Marcy from now on. And what that is is skin damage that's related to the use of a medical adhesive product, and that could be tapes, wound dressings, stoma products, electrodes, uh, medication patches, and more. And so Marcy really can be very, very painful. And it it does contribute to things like longer hospital stays, uh, longer treatment times, increased nursing times, certainly delayed wound healing, The pain really can't be understated. And, of course, all the associated complications that come with with infections. So Marcy follows, then, the removal of of an adhesive medical device. So anyone, Jim, anyone. Even you and I at a certain time, right? You and I absolutely are at risk. So when I think about this, so I think about a patient that I had. This this is several years ago. I had this this gal. She was mid-60s, maybe. She went into the hospital, and she needed to have an emergency appendectomy. Now, she's somebody that was known to have a, she, she had a sensitivity to adhesive. That was known. Well, after her appendectomy, they put a dressing on her, and when that dressing was eventually removed, she had not one, not two, but three Marcy wounds. It took this poor lady an additional three months to heal from that. The, the original appendectomy was long since taken care of, and she was still three months in for the skin injuries. All right. Now, Marcy is not just one thing, right? I mean, this breaks down into a couple categories, doesn't it? You know, it really does. So when we when we think about it, we think of three major categories, Jim. We're talking about uh, the first, I'd say, mechanical. After that, it's irritant. And then there's this other. It falls into an other category. So under mechanical, we think of skin stripping. It doesn't sound fun, does it? Skin stripping, and that's the removal of one or one or more layers of the epidermis. It's usually fairly shallow, really painful, and it's irregularly shaped. 
The next one that we see will be a tension injury. So it's a tension injury. A tension injury is if we put a, a piece of, a, of adhesive tape on skin that we expect to swell, but the skin, the, the tape doesn't stretch with the skin. And so we'll see it with that or poor application. If I put stretchy tape down under tension on the skin, that'll give me a tension air injury. Or even if I put tape on a movable area, the, the tape doesn't move with the skin. That's, that's not fun. The, and the last category, and I'd say the, the least fun probably, is where we're looking at a full skin tear. So that's, it's sheer friction and the skin's pulled away from the layers of the skin. It causes either not just a partial, but even a full thickness skin wound. All right. Now, does it go beyond that? You've talked about mechanical. Yep. Uh, where else do we go with describing this? So from there, we have the irritant contact dermatitis. And it's just what it sounds like. I mentioned that that poor 60-year-old lady that came in and she had she had a sensitivity. And that's what it is. An, an irritant contact dermatitis is somebody's had a response to a chemical irritant in the adhesive. The skin then becomes inflamed. It, it can blister, dry, become thickened and cracked. Very painful. And then the final, I would say, is folliculitis. And, and the nurses that are on this call will know what that is. That means it's an inflammation of the hair follicle. And, and what's happening there, heat and moisture gets under the adhesive that can, that can attract bacteria. And we start to see inflammation of that hair follicle. What it'll look like clinically is it's, it's going to look like small inflamed elevations of the skin that are around that hair follicle. So anyone, Jim, is at risk. Okay. And I was going to bring that up. We don't want to be flipping about that. But how do you determine who might be at greater risk than other people? You know what? That's really a good question because as nurses, we need to be able to make a determination on what level of risk we're looking at. And some people really are at more risk. So we have, we have intrinsic and extrinsic risk factors. Let's talk about intrinsic first. So that's things like extremes of age, the very young or the very old. When we're, when we're first born, our skin is 40 to 60% thinner than adult skin. On the converse, as we get older, we start, to, we start to experience a loss of their dermal matrix and our subcutaneous tissue. We see epidermal thinning. There's a lowering of the cohesion between dermis and epidermis. There's a lower blood supply to the thin. We certainly see more, more incidence of dehydration, and we do see a reduction in collagen and the elasticity and tensile strength. And then we look at things like dehydration, malnutrition, other dermatological conditions or diabetes, uh, infection, renal insufficiency, and not to be forgotten is edema. The skin above, an, uh, above edema, it can suffer a real loss of elasticity, especially depending on, on how pronounced that edema is. Finally, we're looking at extrinsic risk factors, Jim. So it's things like dry skin, prolonged exposure to moisture. Some medications, people are on long-term use of corticosteroids, chemotherapy, anti-inflammatory agents anticoagulants or even radiation therapy and you wouldn't think about it but even photo damage or exposure to ultraviolet light okay it sounds like a lot to really take in H how do you figure out how do you assess what you need to, to pay attention to so jim that is the key thing that's exactly what we're talking about so when we're when we're first going to start to apply a medical adhesive to an individual we should be looking at the skin and we should routinely assess that patient before we apply any medical adhesive device we should have a thorough history like the example i gave before if if they had paid attention to the history that there was a sensitivity they might have used something else so we should take that physical we should do we, we should do an examination assess the overall condition of the skin so it's it's really not as complicated as it sounds a visual inspection what's the temperature color moisture 
moisture lever. Um, we're used to taking a turger, so look at this. What's the fragility, the integrity, and really document your findings. Make sure that you do. And, and we should all have, in whatever setting we're looking at, a formalized education on the prevention of these types of injuries. It should include skin preparation, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later. The application removal techniques, because how we apply and how we remove these types of ad medical adhesives makes a real difference. And the use of skin barrier products and adhesive removers as appropriate. Okay, now, take us there. Once we've identified those who are at greater risk, do we then just use, well, any securement as long as we use caution and with application removal for that Part two? Yeah, Jim, you know what? It's such a good question because some folks won't know that there are more opportunities or, or um, types of medical adhesive that they could they could choose from. But before we even get there, it's, it's important that you understand or that, that everyone understand that what we're doing with the medical adhesive is the number one decision-making um, um, topic. So first, there's general use of medical adhesives. That's somebody we're, we're affixing a wound or maybe we're keeping a cannula in place. This I'd call this general adfiction. And for that, it, you can use a variety of types of products. There's flexible. So I need something that's flexible. I'm anticipating swelling. I'm anticipating joint movement. I need something that's flexible. And then, Jim, there's, there's, critical, there's critical need. And that's where we may have such a high need for adhesion, such as securing vital, vital medical devices, that that just supersedes all other considerations. So that's the first thing to look at. But so the three types, I've talked about it. So three types of medical adhesion we're looking at, silicone, acrylate, and hydrocolloids. They both have their advantages. They both have their disadvantages. And the clinician needs to know those advantages and disadvantages for when they're using them, for what type of securement, and the type of skin they're applying it to. Can you give us some examples on each yeah. one of these then? Yeah. So if I have somebody that is, um, that I've identified that they're more at risk to have, um, to have a, a potential injury from a medical adhesive, my go-to product is going to be a silicone adhesive. Uh, because of one of its advantages, Advantages is it's more biocompatible with skin. It's really designed for atraumatic removal, and and it's really a much better product for repeat applications. The disadvantage that it has though is it's it's a little bit more ex more expensive, and it may be a little bit less resistant to moisture than some of the other bandages. So with that, as I'm looking at the adhesive for Acrylate, so its advantage it's. Well, it's less expensive. It's less expensive and it might be a little bit more breathable. And it is re resistant to heat and humidity, but it tends not to be repositionable. It definitely can cause more skin trauma and it has poor adhesion stability over time. And then finally, we're looking at hydrocolloids. And if, if you're a nurse listening to this, you know what hydrocolloids are. And you know that with hydrocolloids, we see that the adhesion can weaken over time, but still can cause trauma during removal. Okay, now I know there are a lot of factors probably you got to take into consideration when you're choosing the right one. Can you talk us through that process? I'm going to, Jim, and I'm not going to name them all because there's a lot to know about it, but I think if you pay attention to these, ISTAP would agree that this is important. Think about, the, think about where on the body we're going to apply the product. What's the level of movement? Do we anticipate moisture? What kind of exposure to the external environment? How long is it going to be applied? Will it be repeated frequently? 
What's the age of the patient? How frail is the skin overall? Is this person very active or sedentary? What's the skin health type? What's the, the, the overall health status? Does the skin need to be prepped in advance? Should be, we, we be using a liquid skin prep prior to putting down that adhesive? And I would say that for many people, that would be a very, very good idea. So with that, we're considering the same thing, skin prep, a barrier film. Um, do we need to rehydrate the skin? Has that skin become very dry and flaky? Overall, we want to know if, if I'm not going to be the person that's removing it, who will it be? If I'm a home health nurse, is it going to be a family member? And of course, do they have any allergy to adhesives that you can know about? Okay, now we get to the point where probably most people really think of where injuries might be have a problem or start or be the biggest issue. There are different types of adhesive products, and the clinician, no doubt, should choose the type based on need and skin assessment as you just walked us through. But do you have any recommendations on how to apply and remove these adhesives? That seems to me to be very critical. You know, it, it really is. And, and so what I can give today are general application removal guidelines. Each manufacturer, we should, we should look at their instructions. But in general, um, prepare the skin in advance. So we want to clean the skin. If there's hairs, trim them as necessary. We want to make sure that we're applying to dry skin. If we, if we feel that it's appropriate to use some type of a preparation film, it's a liquid that becomes a film, um, please do that in advance and allow it to dry very, very well before we start to apply the adhesive dressing. Um, when we're applying, use firm but gentle pressure to smooth the product in place so that we're avoiding gaps or wrinkles that can cause areas of increased pressure. So, so that's generally application. So generally for removal and with different products, I'm, I'm a nurse educator. And when I'm teaching how to remove these kinds of products, I'm teaching different things for different types of products. So this is a general guideline, loosen edges of the adhesive product. And with your other hand, use, use your fingers to support the tissue underneath. Depending on the adhesive product you, you're using, you might need to have an adhesive removal to gently move through as you're advancing, as you're advancing, removing that product. As as the product continues to remove, continue moving your fingers so that you're continuing to support that skin. Move slowly. The old adage of rip it off so that it hurts less does not apply. Please don't do that. <laughs> um, Non-bordered transparent films. We've all seen it. We it, get, get the edge off on the corners and pull it from side to side, and that can help to release it. But always consider the use of a, of a medical adhesive remover if we need to loosen the adhesive bond. Always follow manufacturer's instructions. And I, I'd have to say that adhesive removers are just not widely enough available in all care setting sites, and we'd like to see them available everywhere. There's so much that you have to take into account. A lot of people might figure, you know, this is, this is a lot to figure. He just talked a lot, but it's so educational. What is the one thing you really need listeners to leave with here, above all, perhaps? Uh, <laughs> so it's really this, Jim. Marcy injuries, by and large, are preventable. These are wounds that are caused by caregivers removing medical adhesive devices. So identify those individuals that are going to be at greater risk. Even those that are young and healthy, if we're going to have repeated application of adhesive products, consider them at greater risk simply because of the frequent application. Always know what type of fixation you need. Is it general wounds and cannulas or is it critical? Is it, is it, is this medical tubing so important that it absolutely can't move or is it flexible? Is this something that we need to be able to deal with swelling or movement? 
choose the product that's going to best meet your patient's need. One type of product isn't best for everyone. Using skin-friendly securement that's flexible and repositionable can really be a critical tool in reducing Marcy in many settings. Well, there you have it, folks. This really is what the name implies, a market leader podcast. Tony Forsberg, we can't thank you enough for bringing this outstanding education. Tony, of course, is the certified wound care nurse that we always go to, and we want to know so much more about this topic. Tony is the National Clinical Director for Health and Medical Solutions at Essity, and we want to thank him again for visiting with us. Thank you, Jim. It's been an honor. And we want to thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to McKnight's Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. This is Jim Berklin wishing you good health and outstanding days ahead. For more information on skin-sensitive products, feel free to reach out to Tony directly at tony.forsberg at essity.com.